Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Creative Rise podcast. Your two favorite hosts. I, I say <laughs> that say every that time. Every time you you intro us, <laughs> I just you like go, to remind the people back that to the Creative Rise podcast with your two favorite hosts. I just like to remind the people that. They are my favorites, and so we also are their favorites by default. Oh so, <laughs> welcome everybody. Welcome back to the Creative Rise Podcast, everybody. Uh, I hope <laughs> you're having a great day. We are sitting in beautiful Southern California. It is what is that like eighty degrees? Yeah, I think it's like eighty. It's pretty something. warm. We got a palm tree. It's always eighty something. We here have about a hundred palm trees out the front of this window right now. We got blue skies, and it's a good day. It's a great yeah. day to be alive. It's one of my favorite songs. It's a great day <laughs> to be it. alive Sing by it. Travis <laughs> Tritt. <laughs> That's a phenomenal song. If you're driving, listen to that song. It's a great day to be alive by Travis Tritt. Right after you listen to the right, podcast. right, yeah. Don't don't stop the podcast. Just right after the podcast. Right after, yeah. yeah. Well, you guys, we just wanted to start off this podcast giving you a little update, little personal VIP update on what's going on in our lives in a lot of different ways. But with Creative Rise specifically, we just launched our fifth round of the Creative Rise Mastermind. We closed enrollment and have the coolest crew of people yeah we are so so excited to be journeying with them on these next six weeks and we actually just had our welcome call two nights ago and it was popping it was insane it was really fun such I think, a good group i think such there a, is like 300 group. dms in our group dm oh literally, literally this morning chase chase giles who's in it literally yeah. had to Shout recap out what's happening via voice notes in the chat because someone was like wait what's happening in the chat i'm so behind <laughs> like i missed a few hours the connection in the community is off the charts and that's why we love what we do with this because yeah. it just fosters the coolest connection so people are totally. just having so much fun talking through things already bringing up so much great stuff so yeah we're actually sitting recording this in between our our two-on-one strategy call sessions in the the calendar we got for that. So we've already had strategy sessions this morning. We've got strategy sessions all week. So Christy and I are going to be locked up in this beautiful 80 degree weather. But we're so excited because we love getting to sit. We do, we do an it. hour with each person, just two on one, boom, get down to the down to the nitty gritty of what's really going to help them move the needle and what they're doing. The session we had this morning was insane. It was it, so cool. It was just, yeah, it was awesome. It was pretty cool. Really, really cool. And it kind of relates a little bit to, to today's topic. And we, I mean, it relates to today's, today's topic because so many of the people we talk to in these strategy sessions deal with the same thing. And so we're going to talk about that. But what else is going on? Yeah, well on a non-creative rise, which creative rise seems to be taking over much of our lives, but on the on the other aspect, which maybe should have a little more bandwidth, we are trying to plan a wedding. We're we're, to hey, I bought my dream truck yesterday. Yep. My dream pickup truck, which is awesome. So I can't wait to get that. Fun. I get that. I get to pick that up on Friday. We a, get to a pick bronze that up. beauty. We get to pick that up on Friday. Yeah. Just for all the people that are going to DM me saying, what did you get? What did you get? What did you get? <laughs> I got a, a 1794 edition. So it's not from 1794. I wish it was a 17. It's a 1794 edition Toyota Tundra, <laughs> which is just phenomenal. If you know anything about trucks, that is like the mecca of beautiful, beautiful pickup trucks. So I can't wait. I'm so excited. It has cooled seats which is something neither of us have ever had in a car before. So no. Cooled. Heated seats. Heated seats are a necessity in Canada. And in California for California <laughs> girls. <Yes. laughs> Christy uses heated seats. You literally would have used a heated <laughs> nine, seat this morning when it was like 80 degrees. Year. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> 
Anyways, we're just doing really well and we're having a lot of fun and uh, life's crazy. We're trying to plan the first year of, this is like going really personal, but we're getting married in May, which is so exciting. Our wedding's in May. We're planning that. And then we're trying to plan what's going to happen after May because after May, while we're waiting for my green card to come in, we actually have to live abroad. So we're going to be living in Canada for a couple months. We might do a little bit of time and somewhere else, depending on if the world opens up, but we're pretty excited. It's it, it's a weird feeling to be like forced out of the States in a way. Yeah. Because I'm technically just a visitor. So I'm not allowed to actually be, be here down here to live months. for more than six months. But uh, so it's a whole thing. It's a whole process. But we're choosing to take the adventure. Yeah. We're it's going to be a, it's gonna be a wild it. first year. Yeah. So we are fun. <laughs> we're really going to have some fun. But yeah, you can, speaking of this next year, you can just keep get looking forward to Wednesdays because Wednesdays are when this podcast is going to come out. We're committing. Again, we do it every single week, which to be honest is so easy sometimes and so tough some other times. Yeah. So tough some other times. It's not easy to take ownership over consistency in doing this sometimes. It's not easy to commit to the ownership that we've committed to, you know, and stick to the ownership we've committed to. And ta-da, that's actually what we're going to be talking about today is ownership. And uh, what that looks like to take ownership over your life, take ownership over your business, because we think that's just a huge needle mover. People who don't take ownership, don't take the bull by the horns in whatever situation they're in, most of the time won't be able to maximize the situation they're in. And uh, there's a lot of reasons why people don't take ownership. And we're going to talk about that, but we're going to call today's podcast Comfort Kills. And um, that's something that we believe. We believe confusion kills. We talk about that all the time on this podcast, but we also believe that comfort kills. Yeah. And so, yeah, Chrissy, why don't you kind of intro us into that topic? Yeah. Well, we think that this is a topic that every person obviously on earth deals with, but specifically we're going to talk about it from the vantage point in the creative community and how when it comes to what you do. Oh, we didn't read a review. I have a review up. We'll We'll read the review right now. (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's do it. Let's I do said it. I was going to read it and then I forgot. We'll okay. let's save it for the end. Let's save it for the end. It'll be our wrap up. Okay. Great. Let's do it. Okay. So, in the creative community, obviously, comfort can kill ambition. It can kill your potential. It can kill all of these different things. Now, comfort is also a great thing for a lot of people. It's a great thing to feel. It's a great thing to have. You want security, right? Yeah. I mean, but, you should strive for comfort. Yes. But you just don't stay there. You don't pitch your tent. Yes. It's not good to live in comfort for too long, in my opinion. And often comfort can distract you from what your fullest potential really is. And so I think the way that this comes out with questions from creatives is, do I go full-time? Do I take ownership over creating my own business, going out on my own? Should I stay in the job I'm doing? What do I do? I have so much security and comfort in what I've got in my nine to five, and I can just do this thing on the side. There's all these questions on, do you stay or do you go? Even if you're really successful, the question often presents itself as, do we continue to do what we're doing? It's comfortable, but we don't necessarily enjoy it nor do we feel pushed by it, nor do we feel like we're actually maximizing what we want to do. We feel like we've kind of plateaued. You know, like you could be making 300K shooting 50 weddings a year, but if that feels comfortable to you and you don't feel pushed, you don't really enjoy it because it kind of feels like Groundhog Day every day, you're in the same situation. Comfort will kill you in that situation. Yep, and here's the main thing we want to dive into today. This is what we are going to argue today and that we are going to encourage and challenge you today is that life is better when you take ownership with fear over mediocrity with comfort. 
that when you're living a life that takes ownership over what you're doing, what you're involved in, accessing your potential, utilizing that self, yourself, challenging yourself, that you're going to live in fear when that happens. You're going to live in fear every single time. You're going to hit challenges. You're going to hit walls. You're going to hit hurdles. And you're going to live with a lot of fear when you do that. But we would argue that that is a much more fulfilling way to live than to live with mediocrity and comfort. Totally. I, I mean, I don't, and I don't think that, I don't think you can really get, you can't flip those. Anytime I think that I've really taken ownership over something, it's always fearful. It's always fearful. Am I going to get the results I want? Am I the right person to do this? Am I the right person to be on this mic right now? You know, we're taking ownership of doing this all the time. You know, there's constantly going to be fear that is accompanied when you take ownership, right? And I also think it's, you know, it's it's true that there's there's always going to be, you know, comfort where there's mediocrity. More importantly, yeah, if you have comfort, there's going to be mediocrity because it's just not going to, yeah, it's not going to continue. Comfort doesn't, Comfort doesn't pull you and push you into new areas. Comfort doesn't rope you into something and put you in a, in a situation where you got to really, really find what's inside of you to get out of it. You know, comfort doesn't stretch you financially. Comfort doesn't stretch you resourcefully. You know, comfort doesn't stretch you in your leadership. If you're leading a team, if you're building a team, you know, if you've got contractors, employees, whatever it's going to be. And so, yeah, I, I think it's really I think it's really interesting. And yeah. I think it's something that is exciting to talk about. Definitely. And you may be thinking, okay, is this just Joey and Christy making an argument that every single creative should start their own business? Absolutely. And not. that they should own their own business and that's what they should do. And they just need to take ownership over their lives and do that. That is not, first of all, what yeah. we're arguing. Some people whatsoever. are not made to run a business. Yes. That is absolutely that is fact. Yes. Some people are not made Everyone's made to take ownership in something. Mm-hmm. Some people are made to take ownership in, you know, the tasks they're given as an employee. But there's also a group of people, and this is really who we're, we're speaking to, and this is who this podcast is for. This is who Creative Rise is for. It is for that person who, you know, wants to take ownership of their own path, ownership of their own route. But yeah, it's not for everybody. Yeah, totally. And we feel like this is, it's very textbook. I feel like when we we walk with people through this process is there's the talented person who has a lot of giftings around creativity. They've got a lot of giftings. They're actually more capable than they think they are. And they don't believe they have the confidence to be able to move forward with ownership. Fear blocks them from taking the first steps forward. And so they end up settling with just being like, oh, I'm building somebody else's dream. I'm settling by just playing it safe. I'm settling by, oh, I'm afraid of what other people are going to think of me if I say that I'm going to go be a creative entrepreneur, or if I'm going to go start my own agency, or I'm going to start my own business. I'm afraid of what people are going to think. I'm afraid financially what that risk looks like. And ultimately, and I think this is the biggest one, is that people go, can I trust myself? I'm afraid I cannot trust myself to be able to take ownership and to be able to move forward. And I think that paralyzes people so, so much. But what we are arguing is that that fear, which everyone deals with fear, I've dealt with fear my entire life. I actually feel like fear is one of the biggest things in just even my personality that I feel You're like I deal with. You're supernaturally fearful. <laughs> Supernatural fearful yeah. person. But to me, what I'm, you have to sometimes think, okay, the fears I'm up against, what's a bigger fear that I actually don't want to happen? So my bigger fear is that I don't want to settle 
That's my big, big fears. I don't want to settle. And so if you're sitting here thinking, okay, I've got a lot of fears and I've thought about taking this full-time or I've thought about starting a business, even if it's part-time. Or gutting my business because I don't enjoy what I do anymore, even though it's successful. Yes. And I want to start over. Yeah. Or I want to create different revenue streams. I want to be doing something else. Yes. And you're afraid of what other people are going to think or you're afraid of the unknown. Or you're, oh, I'm afraid other people are already doing this. So I don't want to do it. That's a huge one. You're not. You're afraid if you can't trust yourself. But here's what I was argue is that the fear of that pales in comparison to the fear of, hey, I'm just going to spend my life building somebody else's dream or I'm going to let I'm going to live in comfort and let my potential atrophy, let my potential fall by the wayside of the things that I could actually be doing. Totally. And I got a quick quote for you. Give us a quick quote. Your dad actually said this to me golfing the other day. Aww, I don't know how this came up, but he's a, he's a brilliant dude. And he said... And you, you guys might have heard this before. I had heard this somewhere. I don't remember where I heard it, but it's so true. And this reminded me of it. People don't regret the things they did. They regret the things they they didn't do. Mm. You know, when you when you get down the road and you're looking at your creative career, you're always going to regret the things you didn't do. Yep. You, that's gonna that's gonna like have much more much more emotion in that regret than you know regretting maybe that time that you shot a wedding. And you edited the photos in a way you don't now like, <laughs> or you, <laughs> you, you know, didn't buy that, or sorry, you bought that lens that you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't have bought that lens or something. You know, I could have probably gone with it. I didn't use it much. You don't, when you get down the road, you don't regret the things you did as much as you regret the things you didn't do. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Wow. Depth. Dad's just come in with the quick yeah. quotes and it's so good. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. And I think, and this is what Joey touched on a little bit too, is that sometimes people go, okay, I, I started my business and I'm actually thriving in my career from the outside. Like from the outside, I'm making great money. I'm doing what I said I wanted to do. I've got the ideal clients. And yet now I'm sitting here going, I'm really comfortable and I'm actually uncomfortable with how comfortable I am. And I actually really want to jump into this new thing but that's not what people would be expecting or I should be okay with where I'm at. Like, I, I feel like I've peaked. I should be okay at the peak I'm at. But one of the great conversations we actually had with one of our people this morning was sometimes you feel like you've peaked and you go, okay, is this it for me career-wise? But then you go, okay, I've climbed to that top of that peak, but then I look over to my left and there's another peak. Yeah. Well, in, in the conversation, that point, because I remember saying that, that really stemmed from you know, the fear of going, hey, I think I've peaked. So I don't want, even though I don't necessarily love this with everything inside of me, I don't want to descend and then try and climb another peak because I, I'm afraid I won't ever get as high. Yeah. I'm yeah. afraid I won't ever get as high. And so that's then where the conversation started. Well, hey, you need to get on that peak and then look. And before you descend, go, what else is around me? What else is available to me that I'm not yet really seeing? You know, what other areas do I have gifts and strengths and passion and excitement for something that is not being utilized that is actually going to, you know, if I utilize it properly, get me to another peak that I enjoy more, you know, like you're standing on the peak right now, might feel like, oh, it's nice as a peak. I got a nice view. But then if you look on the other peak, when you finally get eyes on it, this peak's got like a natural hot spring at the top. And it's Sounds got the great. views. So it's just better. You know what I'm saying? But that's the biggest fear, I think, for so many people is they get into a rhythm where they go, 
whether it's even like relationally, I know people feel this in their relationships all the time, whether it's a business relationship, whether it's a relationship with your clients, you go, I don't want to descend this mountain because I'm scared I won't ever get as high on another one. I'm scared I'm going to, you know, get stuck halfway up. And I'm going to be that guy or that girl who gave up the world because I thought I had it and people thought I had it to try something new and I failed. I think that's the biggest fear. That's the biggest fear. And that brings us back to the quote. It's better to take ownership of descending and then going, I'm going to face the fear of reascending and going up the actual path and mountain I want. That is much better than to stay on the top of the mountain you're already on. That is really just mediocrity, you know, mediocrity, and and be comfortable. Yeah, right? and I think sometimes people shame the ambition of having a creative career. They totally. sh- they shame of like they shame the ambition of ownership. Yeah, absolutely. Where it's like, hey, like don't run the rat race. Like there's always more you could be doing. So don't follow into that trend and don't be you. You just got to be content where you're at. Now, I would say in life and your identity and your serious relationships and things like that, commitment and loyalty and all that kind of stuff. That's not what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today is, man, it's actually a great thing to feel like you've never reached the top. You want to live, I think I would love to die not reaching the top, right? Because it always still means I'm ascending in what I'm doing. It's ascending in my growth, it's ascending in my potential and my giftings, right? We're all gifted with certain things. And to not pursue the next big adventure is honestly a detriment to ourselves and it's a detriment to how we're actually wired, which is to keep progressing and keep going forward. And I think sometimes that ambition can be shamed in the creative career. And we want to just say, have permission to have that. Have permission to die trying your entire life. And, take ownership. And having ownership over yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Permission to live in the fear, but have the ownership rather than living in the mediocrity and the comfort. Yeah. Okay, how do we like transition this into next steps and tools? Hmm. How do, Christy, what's, what are two ways that you would say if someone's going, ah, this is me, like I'm totally on the top of this peak that I always wanted to be on. Then I got here and I realized I don't actually love this. Yeah. But I'm scared to descend this mountain to ascend something else because I don't know if I'll ever get this high. Yeah, yeah. Whether that's you in a full-time job and you want to be a creative entrepreneur whether you are a creative entrepreneur and you know you're doing really well but you don't enjoy what you're doing anymore and you want to switch it up but you're scared that if you you know quit shooting i don't know brands or you quit you know you own a studio or you are a wedding photographer and you're making like 200k you're scared that if you stop that to pursue something else in the creative space you're not going to ever get back to that spot you know or you're somebody who maybe you're sitting here going I have not taken the leap to actually own my own business. I am working to build somebody else's creative business and it kills me, mm-hmm. but it's comfortable. Yeah. And I know there's work. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get paid, you know, but I don't enjoy it. And I feel like I'm not being used. My gifts and skills don't feel like they can actually grow and continue to develop. They just feel stagnant. Yeah. What are two tips for those people? Yeah. Well, I think of if we're going off of the mountain analogy and you're on top of that peak, I would say look for a new route, not an escape route. So many yeah. people, many people go, I got to get on this escape route because I don't like what I'm doing. I'm feeling the uncomfortability of where I'm at and I don't want to settle and I want to do something else. But they 
they tend to look for escape routes rather than an intentional route to a new mountain. And that's where I would say, what's your new mountain? Because when you can put on blinders for I'm going for what the new thing is and I'm amped and excited about my new route, that's when I would say that's when you start to get momentum and you get you get I'm on a new route and this is awesome rather than I'm just on an escape route from I'm trying to escape what my current reality is. I'm not a big fan of escape routes. I'm not a big fan of quitting. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of those things. I'm a fan of what's my new direction and what are the three next steps I need to take in that new direction because I'm so excited to reach that next peak. And so that's where I would say you need to you need to sit down with yourself, whether you're an internal processor or you need to sit down with some trusted community and hash out and dream really big on your ambitions for what that new peak is. And then you need to basically say, here's my fears around that. And here, and but I'm not going to let those fears stop me from pursuing that new ambition. So I'd say get with community, get with yourself, really dream up what that new ambition is and figure out what the route is for that rather than just trying to get out of your current situation. Yeah, that's super good. I love that. Because sometimes there's, sometimes they, there might be a peak to peak gondola. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like sometimes you might not even have to, So true. you might be on the top of Whistler and you're realizing you want to be on Blackcomb. You don't have to go down to all the way down to the base and then go all the way up, you know, up the Blackcomb side. You can just take the peak to peak. Yeah. And spoiler alert, it's awesome. So yeah, I think that's really good. Christine. How would you Some, answer that question, Joe? I would say the same thing. Like you've, you can't descend until you have, you know, an idea where you want to go ascend. There's no point in descending. And here's the other thing too. Sometimes it's hard to get perspective. You can't, you can't necessarily see the new peak from the valley, but there's a pretty good chance you can see the new peak from the peak you're on. Yeah. You know, in a very logical, like real way in, in, the, in terms of reality, when we're up in the mountains, you can see the other peaks and go, man, I really want to go there. Or that looks awesome. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing is it gives you a really, really good understanding of the peak you're on. And then you can you can compare because you can see other peaks. Yeah. But if you just decide, oh, I'm just gonna full commit and like quit, and I'm gonna just gonna descend this mountain, and I'm gonna find another mountain to go up, you might have to go up a hundred other mountains before you find the one that you you should have gone up in the first place. But if you have, if you just take a second while you're up there, grab an extra glug or two of your water. Just take a couple sips, relax while you're up there, catch your breath. Think about what peak you're on and go, where do I actually want to be? You'll get a much, you have a much higher percentage of actually finding the peak you want to go to and understanding, okay, once I descend, which way do I have to go to yeah. then make, you know, the journey over there? Yeah. And then even better, like I said, you might not have to actually ascend all the way to the bottom. In most cases, I would argue, you don't actually have to descend all the way to the bottom. You might only have to go, you know, like half a mile down. You might have to go a quarter of the way down. You might have to go down three quarters of the way, you know, and you might find another path that's going to lead you to the mountain you want to go up, mm -hmm. you know? So I would say that, and then I would totally agree. I would just say it in, in my own words, find people who are going to hike with you, you know? And it doesn't mean yeah. business partners. It could just mean, hey, Christy, this is an ambition of mine, and I, I just want to know if you can actually just emotionally, like, hike with me. Yeah. Can, you, can you emotionally support me? You know, or it's maybe, can you relationally support me? I'm getting into this and I know that you're really good at this and you've hiked this mountain before. And I know, I know you met some people along the way. You met some other hikers that mm -hmm. have also been on that mountain and I want you to connect me with them. 
you know? So maybe it's emotional support. Maybe it's relational support. Maybe it's even financial support. Maybe you need to, you know, ask for an investor, someone to invest in you so you can get whatever, you know, mm-hmm. that you need to jump into that, that new journey up that mountain. So yeah, I think you nailed it. I love it. Great. Cool. Well, Great. hey, we're going to wrap this one up there, but we're going to wrap it up with that review that I so yes. gracefully forgot to read. So this one is coming to us from Australia. And it says, this Australia. podcast has such quality. Yeah, I say that right, don't I? You do. Australia. Say- I didn't say that with an Aussie accent. I said <laughs> Australia. I an Aussie accent to it the second time. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say it normally how I normally say it. Australia. You should read the entire review in an Australian accent. <laughs> this podcast has such quality information that is easy to digest and also very applicable. Wow, I can never say that word right. I nail it first try. I know I, you know I don't I don't do well with that word. I find lots of podcasts finish making you feel overwhelmed and unsure of the next steps. But Christy and Joey make you feel inspired and challenged to put in the work and make the changes. From being in their mastermind, this is from Haley. She is a rock star. She was in Love our her. the last round of our mastermind. She's such such a crusher. From being in their mastermind, I know they come from such genuine place and such a heart for the community. I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am, near is in all capitals, near where I am today without my business, in my business without them. Highly recommend this podcast and even more their mastermind. Knowing information is one thing, but having a community to back you up, keep you accountable is another. I've done so many courses before, but I've never got that chance to actually implement the stuff. Through this mastermind, you know, I made so many changes and improvements on my business and have found a community for life. Yeah, you did. One that is genuinely there to cheer for me and cheer you on the whole way. If you're unsure of the mastermind, she's just pitching the mastermind here. I can assure you it's worth it. Well, hey, that's awesome, Haley. We're, we're so Thanks, we're so excited to be friends with you. I you're know. she's just such a she's such a cool, fun, you know, adventurous personality and just yeah. She's awesome. Person to have in our lives. Yeah. And she was so cool. Like Love such her. a such an instrumental part of that last group. And she lives on as such an instrumental part of the Creative Rise community. So Haley, we appreciate you. And speaking of somebody that just goes, Hey, I'm gonna just keep pursuing different peaks, she she crushes that. Yes, like, she does. Crushes that. So I love that. Well, anyways, we're going to wrap this one up. Leave us a review. Let us know, you know, what you think of this podcast. We so appreciate reviews. It is yeah. like the gold golden ticket for us when you guys leave us reviews. Five star, you just give us a rating on the bottom. You go to iTunes, five star rating, and then write a written review. That is how we actually get, you know, in the algorithm. And that's how everything works. But yeah, we appreciate you guys. Absolutely. And if you are someone who's like, man, I don't have any community. I've got none in my circle. And I actually am thinking about taking on this new peak, but I've got no, but no hikers with me. Don't hike alone. We've got, you know, Creative Rise is here to support you. So you can text us if you want to chat through some stuff. Text the word podcast to 916 587-6417. Christy never remembers our phone number. 587-6417. Text podcast. And we'd love to chat with you. Introduce yourself. We would love, love, love to get to know you. Um, And hike with you. And hike with you. Yeah. I'm actually a great hiker. Christy does love hiking. (laughs) Anyways, guys, we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.